0: In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has directed me. We started last week on on something that I want to continue. Pause, pivot, and pace. Pause, pivot, and pace. That God is calling everyone here. If you've been writing, continue writing. Add to what we've been we've been teaching. Pause, pivot, and pace. We use the Uh, Joshua 5 and 15 to introduce the the pause. That when Israel was about to, to go around Jericho, you can write that down and we may look at it. But as they are preparing to walk around Jericho, God calls Joshua and says to Joshua, I, I, I want you to come before me and spend some time. Pause for a second. This is a holy pause. This is not a pause where you do nothing. This is not a pause when you gossip. This is not a pause when you, when you give other people boys. This is a pause. This is a pause to get back into Holiness. Pausing, I said last week, was a decision place. You do not pause to stop. Foolishness. You do not pause with the intention of stopping. You stop with the intention of stopping. Am I right? When you make a decision to pause, it's only because you've already made a decision to do what? To do what? To continue. Pausing means that there is already a decision to continue. So we don't pause to stop. We stop to stop. And with God's help, no one here will stop. God doesn't want the train stopping. God doesn't want your, your life put on hold and stop. The adversary is constantly going to tell you you-, you stop. You see? You stalled out. See? Uh, what would I tell you? See how you feel? That's it because that's because you stop, you stalled. You ain't going nowhere. Let me say this one more time: God never just stops your life. There's not a stop with God. There's not a feeling of stagnation where you just. Where am I going? When the adversary attacks you with that feeling. You have to then double down and press in on God with worship. Because your life can be moving in God's God's direction. But your attention at the moment is being diverted to what is not true. God's moving you. His hand is on you, but the adversary is telling you, you know, you you see how you're feeling? You're stopped. It's a lie. The only way to pull the web from that lying attack against you, over you, is to get back into some worship. I don't care what song, your favorite worship song. I don't care if it's, a, if it's a, a, a beat of a drum that gets you into worship. Whatever you need to do, get your worship on. Because worship clears the atmosphere of anything that is a, trying or attempting to pull the wool over your spirit to subdue you and make you feel like you're not moving forward when God has already decreed that you're moving forward so we don't pause to stop we pause to make decisions to to re, re to repurpose to get new instruction you pause to hear properly you pause to to see w- w- okay god i'm not quite sure if i should go this way or that way so i'm pausing to hear clear instruction and you pause in worship if you pause outside of worship stagnation will step set in and you will stop So God told Joshua, this is holy ground. I'm talking to you. I'm going to give you some new instructions. But you've got to understand that when I'm, giving, when I'm setting you up to give you new instructions, you have got to consecrate and get back into holiness. He said, take off your shoe. This is holy ground. I'm going to show you something, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to prepare you for the pivot, but 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 right now you you've got whatever it takes to get get your your spiritual feet on holy ground. You need to do that. Chapter 6 verse 1. Chapter 6 verse 1 of Joshua. Now Jericho was securely shut down, so after God tells them, "Take your shoe off, this is consecration time. This is, this is repurpose time. This is me uh, uh, setting you up for, for what's ahead of you. In the very next verse, chapter one of chapter six of verse one says, "Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. Two. The Lord said to Joshua, see, I've given you Jericho into your hands, its kings and its mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war. You shall go out around the city once. This is this you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven... This is important. You've got to keep up with this. Seven priests, seven trumpets of, of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpet. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then, you, then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him and Joshua the son of Nun called the priests said to them take up the ark of the covenant let the seven priests bear the seven trumpets and the ram's horn before the ark of the Lord and he said to the people proceed and march around the city and let Him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. (laughs) Hmm. Keep that in mind, and let me just reference if you've written it down, you should have last week. Here's what Matthew 7 and 7 says. Keep asking. And you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. So, in the pause mode, in the pause mode, there has to be a continued knocking or a continued seeking. You seek in worship, a continued knocking meaning that that you find a place a group of people where you literally can say what you are declaring for God to do and other folks can hear how many of you understand when you're knocking on a door it is not to be quiet is that is that understood You don't go to a door and knock in order to stay quiet. You knock on a door so that noise can be made. And here this verse says in Matthew 7, 7, you have to seek my face. So that is you and God time. You and God time. This is about pausing and getting new instruction. This is about God setting you up for the Jericho walk. You gotta to pause to get yourself set right, holy ground. You and God, you and God alone in your room. But after that's done, you've gotta find a place where what you have been talking to me about in secret, you start declaring publicly. Yeah, I ain't talking to you. But what you heard you heard me knock, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Whoever I'm knocking for is going to answer me. But you are here and you could hear. You could agree with me in prayer. You could worship with me. But you're hearing me. When you begin to knock You can't knock quietly. You cannot knock without a sound. And if God's word is saying knock, and God hears you when you don't make a sound, does God hear you when you don't make a sound? Then who is the knocking for? The knocking is is to let everyone around you know this is what I'm believing God for. this is what I have the faith for, and I'm going to call it out, I'm going to speak it out, I'm going to pray it out until it happens, because I know God is going to come through. I'm going to see God's face, then I'm going to knock. Then I'm going to keep seeking some more. I want you to see the stuff. Faith without works is dead. You can't just be seeking God's face in private without coming out of the room with a declaration of what you expect God to do. This is all about the pause. And in all of this, you are worshiping. In all of this, you are worshiping. In all of this, you are worshiping God. After you make the petition in secret, after you talk to God, and he brings you to a place of holy consecration, and then you make, you make a note, a, 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 a uh, declaration, you put it in writing, and you begin to speak what you expect God to do, what you believe in God to do, To everybody that will listen. Then you go back and seek some more. Is that what it says? That's what it says. You seek, you knock, then seek some more. Keep asking, you will receive. Keep seeking, and you will find. Keep knocking and the door will be open. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. That's what you do in your pause. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking when you're in the pause mode. That's what Joshua was doing when God called him To stand by himself before him on holy ground. Number two, the pivot. When you get to that place, do not leave the place. Don't stop worshipping. Don't stop seeking. Don't stop asking. Don't stop knocking until you get an answer. I am sick to my stomach. At the amount of times I've heard from Christians that I prayed and I seek God's face and I cried out to God until the last minute and then I had to do something. Since when do you decide when the last minute is? Since when you get to decide as a believer when, when, when things are about to go south? Since when do we have the right to give something to God ask him for direction and then when we feel a little anxious we take it back and then we have the idosity to say God didn't answer your prayer Lord have mercy it's just a pity he doesn't strike us down for the lie that we tell because we seek, we knock we ask until we think it's the last minute and God didn't come through or hasn't made showed some up like you want him to show up yet, and so you gotta do something. Joshua did not move from his pause position until God told him something. And when we read chapter six from verses one through seven. We see God telling him specifically what to do. God is going to tell you specifically what to do. If you don't hear him say something, then you do nothing. Oh boy, oh boy. But I've, I've been asking God for a, a wife. I've been asking God for a husband. I've been trusting God for the, 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 the job. It's been two years. It's been three years I've been praying. I ain't seen him yet. I ain't seen her yet. I haven't got the promotion yet. So what? God is trying to keep you out of something. When God is trying to keep you out of something... Don't force your way into it. If you desire to be married and he hadn't showed up yet, don't go picking if, he had, if you are not married and she hasn't shown up. Don't you go try to find what you think you like. Because it's way better to be single and happy with God than to find Mr. or Mrs. Abuser. It's way harder to leave narcissism than to meet narcissism. It's way harder to turn your back on a narcissist, male or female, than to have dinner with them. That's why You cannot trust your own choice. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. By the way, what's your heart? What's your heart? I've already said that. What's the heart? Heart, heart. Mind, we also call it the soul. Right? The mind, emotion, and will. Seek the Lord with all of your mind, emotion, and will. Do not lean on your own decisions. I'm paraphrasing it so we can get it. Seek the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your mind, emotion, and will. It's amazing that God didn't say, deacon, seek the Lord with all of your spirit. Why did he not say that? Because your spirit already belongs to him. You already consecrated your spirit. Your spirit don't have a problem with God. It's your mind, your emotion, and your will to do wrong sometimes. God is not going to fix what's already been fixed. He's come to fix what's been broken. And what's been broken is your mind, your emotions, and your will. That's been bent towards Satan's will. So he says, seek ye first my kingdom. Myself and Alfred were talking about this. I think we left our last conversation saying, I'm a kingdom man. Go ahead, look at somebody and tell them I'm a kingdom man. I'm a kingdom woman. Don't tell them. Tell them. Declare it in the atmosphere. I'm a kingdom woman. I'm a kingdom man. I'm a kingdom woman. I'm a kingdom man. I'm a kingdom person. I'm a kingdom. I'm a kingdom child. I'm a kingdom child. I'm a kingdom child. I'm a kingdom child. I don't lean on my own emotion. I don't lean on my own understanding. I don't lean on my no how. No 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 no. I'm a kingdom child. I'm a kingdom man. I said I'm kingdom man. I'm a kingdom man. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. There's righteousness. All other things are going to be added. Then he goes on to another verse says, don't lean on your own understanding. In all of your doings, or all of your ways, acknowledge or bring him in, in everything. Do you see what I'm saying? You cannot afford to pray until you think it's the last minute, then you got to do something. Joshua waited, God said, I got something that I'm going to download on you. You got to get yourself in consecration mode. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. And after God does that, he allows God to do that, then God gives him clear instruction. Go tell him, do this. Get the worshipers together. Get the prayer warriors together. Get the praisers together. And let them stand in the front. That was the pivot. And I said, I said, you cannot. I said this last week, and somebody needs to guess. Champions don't. Fold, they finish. Champions do not fold, they finish. Champions don't fold, they finish. If you don't plan, you cannot pivot. If you do not plan, you cannot pivot. If you don't plan, you cannot pivot. And and for Christians, the plan is always going to be consecration and Holy Convocation before God. Consecration and Holy Convocation is not a one-week revival every year. Some of us have come out of backgrounds where you live for Holy Convocation at the church. You put it on TV, you share it on Facebook, you tell everybody, Our church got holy convocation. As if that is a one week a year process. When you think like that, you are going back to the Old Testament. You're coming one time a year to present sacrifice because you can't present it yourself. The priest got to do it for you. We are not there anymore. You cannot blame me for not. Getting what you're supposed to get. You cannot say, Pastor Ross did not offer my sacrifice for me and therefore I don't hear from God. Uh uh. Uh uh. We are living in the New Testament and God said, I'm going to put in this stuff, I am going to pour out my spirit upon all. I'm gonna pour it out on your daughters and your sons. I'm gonna pour it out on husbands and wives. I'm gonna pour it out on families. I'm gonna pour it out on churches. I'm gonna pour it out. If you want it. If you want it. If you want it. If you don't plan, you can't pivot. The problem is that we try to create our own plan. And if you create your own plan, you will not pivot right. If you don't if you if you have if you get if you allow your own your own your own head to control you you will not pivot right let me tell you your life is always pivoting let me say this you're gonna pivot whether you talk to God or not Lord Jesus somebody somebody's gonna get this on their way home you are going to pivot whether you whether or not you talk to God your life will pivot whether or not you bring God in or not. So it's the, the question is not whether you're going to pivot. The question is how do you pivot? Are you going to pivot in the flesh? Are you going to pivot in the flesh? Are you going to react? when God wants you to respond are you gonna be carried away by how you feel inside and not allow God to give you vision and discernment do you understand that without God's vision and discernment in your life you are as blind as a human court and that's not an indictment on, on our, prejud, uh, what you call it, judicial system. I'm just making it clear that the judicial system of the world cannot see into the future. The judicial system of the world cannot see into people's hearts. Only God can do that. So it doesn't matter how many of of what we call the facts the jury hears, how many of you know that people have been put to death based on everything the jury heard? And now, with the presence of DNA, we are going back to cases of people who have spent 40, 50 years in jail, have been killed, have been executed. And now we've got DNA evidence possible. We find out that the guy, 12 or 100 people were sure did it. Really didn't do it. Do you understand that God does not make those mistakes? Yes. god does not make mistakes god does not make mistakes god does not make mistakes why do i trust in the lord with all my heart god does not make mistakes dr june god does not make why am i not leaning on my own understanding because god does not make mistakes uh, why am i giving him everything i got and saying lord if you don't help me i'm not moving from this spot if you don't talk to me i'm not leaving this place if you don't direct me i'm not moving forward because God does not make mistakes. Mm-hmm. God give him instructions and says, we well, want you to walk around led by the worshipers, the praisers. Trumpets in hand and just walk around in silence, mind you. Do you think they were walking around, just gossiping to each other? What, what, you, do you eat manna today? Or what you eat? Do you think they spent seven, six days walking around Jericho, talking to each other about how your how your foot feeling, girl? You you stump your toe? Yeah, the sun is beating down on me. I'm, I'm hot. My 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 shirt feel kind of tight. My, th- my thighs start to cramp. Do you think they spent 6 days walking around Jericho just talking just any old regular idol stuff? Absolutely not. It was not walking Idly. It was walking in worship. I, I could just see it. I could just hear it. We're, they weren't saying anything specific. But their spirit, you could hear that groan of the spirit. Somebody singing a song to themselves. Oh, Lord, I worship you. Some other person was praying. Oh, Jehovah, we love you. Some other person was saying. We know you're right here. But when you hear that that low hum from a distance away, you think, "Oh, that sounds like a bunch of bees humming." But these bees gonna sting real hard in a moment. He brought them to that pivot point. When you get to the pivot point, and I've two minutes after twelve, I'm not gonna keep you much longer. I'm gonna give you this really quickly. Joshua six two tells them when? When 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 is the pivot happening? Now the pivot is happening now. Joshua six three and four tells you. When Joshua 6, 2 tells you when. When is now? Joshua 6, 3 and 4 tells you how. How how how? How are you gonna do it? By listening and obeying. By listening and Joshua 6, 3 and 4. You shall march around the city, all the men of war, you shall go all around the city once this, you shall do so. Joshua, Joshua 2 is telling you when to do it. Now, that's, he, comes out of, he comes out of the pause, right? He goes into the pivot, and God says in chapter 2, 6-2, two, sorry, when to do it. This is what you're going to do now, right now. And then in 6-3 and 4, he says, <clears throat> this is how you're going to do it. These are real important because you, the adversary is going to come to you quite often and give you something that tickles your ear. That makes you want to jump off and do something out of excitement. When God is giving direction after the pause, when you go into your pivot, he's going to tell you when to move. He will be clear. He's going to tell you when to move then he's going to tell you how to move if you are if your spiritual write this down if your spiritual progression is at a standstill if your spiritual progression is at a standstill right if your spiritual progression is at the standstill, one of two things are happening. He's speaking, but you're not hearing. Or you're hearing, but you're not obeying. Either he's speaking and you're not hearing, or you're hearing and you just don't feel like obeying just then. And any time one of these happens in your life, you're going to come to a screeching halt because God is always speaking. God is always speaking. He never stops speaking. You know why? Because human beings cannot, cannot stand just being still before God or anything. We need to always be doing something. We think that if we're not doing something, outside of worship, that something is wrong. And God is saying, no, nothing is wrong. I'm moving, all you have to do is worship. Number three, pace, pace, pace. God wants to pause you, he paused Joshua, then he pivots him into when and how. To get the victory. When you do that, it will create pace. It will create pace in your life. God does not give you more than you can handle, even when it's the right thing. Let me say that again. So many of us are so hot and sweaty about God speaking to us that we want to hear part of what god is saying so first we got some that don't hear at all right but then we have some of us that hear the first part of the instruction and we can make up the rest do you understand what it's like my dad used to say a white lie is a lie a half a half a truth is a lie So you aren't going to get half the instruction and then add your little piece on the other side and think you're going to come out with God's side. Every part of the equation has to be what God said. So that you pause, you pivot into the instruction, and when you pivot into the instruction that God has given, you will come out on the other side with pace. The right pace. So that you don't do the right thing. At the wrong time. Or you don't do the wrong thing. At the right time. God said. Here is my pace. I want you to walk. Spend all day. Walking around. All together. In unity. Six days straight. And on the seventh day. You do it seven times. And. Then you need to shout, then you need to blow the trumpets, and then when you do that, and the multitude comes up in praise, the walls will come down. God didn't just tell them when and how to do it, but He told them. He told them the sequence. He gave them sequence or gave them pace. God is not going to put you out of pace with his blessing if you are following his instruction. Many believers have been been disappointed because you've got half the equation right, but you, you have not done it all the way God wants it. In this season, I'm asking you to make a decision. You're watching us online. I'm asking you to make a decision this morning, not just to to pause and hear from God, not just to get the instruction and pivot into his direction, but also allow God to create your new pace so that you don't run ahead of him, so that you don't stagger behind But you are in pace. You are in rhythm. With what God is trying to do. Can I tell you? It is the sweet spot of your relationship with God. To be in pace with God. To be in pace with God. To be in pace with God. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, the evidence speaking in other tongues, it's a gift. It's not a requirement. It's a gift. It's not a requirement for salvation. It's a gift of extra. Now we've come into a political season where everybody knows what extra means. And we use it very loosely. Oh, she's so extra. Oh, you being you, you you being you being extra right there. That's extra. God wants to put you in pace with His blessing this morning. How many of us ready for pace? Pace. God, give me, give me pace. Give me pace. Give me pace. I don't want to jump the gun. Has anybody jumped the gun before? Am I the only one that has jumped the gun before? Would you stand with me? shiba You're watching online. This is a moment for you. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, this is a moment for you, man. you got to try Jesus. If you have been a Christian and something, some church hurt, some preacher, somebody in church hurt you, turned you away from ministry, turned you away from God, that's not God's fault. You can't, you can't, you can't put God up against people. God is God. People... I'm calling you, everyone, today, I'm calling you in to new pace. Would you just before, as we get ready to close out, would you just say, would you just close your own eye, put your own hands up and say, God, I need new pace. I need new pace. I, I, I need new pace. Because I know you got your hand on me. I know you got your hand on me. I know you got your hand on me. But the way things have been happening, I've been ha- having random this, random that. Everything seems to be wor- not working in, in, in concert with your will. Well, you can be happy in the spirit Knowing that you're still here, you're still here, you're still here so that's where we're gonna start. You just start saying God I thank you, I am still here Lord I thank you I am still here Lord I thank you I am still here I thank you I'm still here I thank you I'm still here I thank you I still got my faith I thank you I still got my trust I thank you I still got my love for you I thank you I still got feelings in me for you, you're my father. Today father, today papa, I'm, I'm asking you to give me new pace. Give me new pace. Give me new pace. Give me new pace. I've walked around my Jericho but it's been hard because I haven't been walking in step with you. Give me good pace right now so I can finish well. So I can finish well. Come on. So I can finish well. So I can finish well. I want to make it through this test. Well, well. What did I say? Testing trials come to make you strong. Testing comes to prove you strong. Trials come to make me strong. Testing comes to prove me strong. Trials come to make me strong. Testing comes to prove me strong. Lord, give me pace. 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 Your pace. God, give me your pace. 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 Can we just give God a, a, a high praise and just thank Him for peace? <speaking in> pace. <Spanish> rapata say shimo toko romayata hallelujah 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 put your that right hand up and just declare and it is so and it is so and it is so and it is so. Come on now. Come on. Come on. And it is so. This is the praise song. And it is so. And it is so. And and it is so. Come on. Come on. Come on. And it is so. 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 And it is so in Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Father, we thank you this morning. For your word, we thank you for speaking. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for breakthrough that we expect, that we expect, that we expect. We see it by, by faith. We see it by faith. Our sight doesn't have, our physical sight does not lay hold on it, but we see it by faith. I say we see it by faith. We see it by faith. We receive it by faith. We step into it by faith. And we say, in the name of Jesus, it is so. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for your word today. As we leave this place. I'm asking God that you will touch us. Touch every individual here. Touch us. Touch us with your anointing. Cover us with your anointing. Direct us with your anointing. Guide us with your anointing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence in this service. Thank you for your word that spoke to us. We receive it, we receive it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and declare, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive the word in the name of Jesus. I receive the word of God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for today. Cover your people as we go forward. Watch over, bring us back safely. Those on Power Up in the morning at 6 and Wednesday, we thank you for a good week. In Jesus' name, amen. Could you give God a high praise?
1: Thank you for joining us for this service at the assembly. We hope that it blessed you and strengthened your walk with God. If you responded to the message, will you take just a few moments to fill out a response card in the chat so that we can celebrate with you? If you would like to give to what God is doing through the assembly, you can do so in three ways. First, you can give online at theassemblyflorence.org. If you're on a desktop, click the Give Now button in the top right-hand corner. If you're on a smartphone or a tablet, click on the plus button in the top right-hand corner, and then the Give Now button. Both of those Give Now buttons will take you to our online giving platform, where you can then set up a one-time gift or a recurring gift, and even designate the fund that you would like your giving to go to. You can also give by sending a text message to the phone number 833-729-2238 with a message that says SC Assembly Give. It's all one word together. You'll then receive a text message with instructions on how to move forward. You can also mail check or money order written out to The Assembly to The Assembly 2925 West Palmetto Street, Florence, South Carolina 29501. Thank you and have a great week. Make sure you check us out for Power Up with Pastor Andrew on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 a.m. And Times of Refreshing at the Assembly on Wednesday at 7 p.m. God bless, and we'll see you next time here at the Assembly.